0: As I walked up to the castle moat, I looked down expecting to see water, but instead I saw not one, not two, but three bears.
1: You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust.
0: Welcome to the Travel FOMO podcast. I am Jamin Houghton and I am here with my wife. And Chesky Crumlove lover Hillary.
1: Crumlove <laughs> lover, Chesky Crumlove. Oh my goodness, what an enchanting place! And we don't know for many people who've been there.
0: No, no, I think I think it was the perfect combination for you to be just over the moon. It was oh. very, very foreign. Uh huh. Um, it was cute and quaint. Mm-hmm. UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yep. And not very many people know about it.
1: That's right. Oh, I love I love places that nobody really knows about. (laughs) Uh, And this is like a little bohemian medieval town in uh, Czechia. And uh, yeah, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which we know is like going to tug at our heartstrings. Um, and then it's really well preserved. It was like, it's never experienced a huge fire or been Mm -hmm. destroyed by war. Um, so it makes it super special that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So such a great place. Uh, when we got there, we arrived again by train. Um, as we were wont to do through Europe, we always traveled by train and we were excited to, have a pretty easy train. I think there was just one, um, one stop for us to make. So it was just go down to a place, and then uh, I forget the uh, the name, the actual name of the town, but it was started with a B and had a bunch of letters with a J in it. And so we just called it Beetlejuice.
1: <laughs> we did, didn't we? That's funny. <laughs> so
0: we needed that. We needed to change trains at the city that looked a lot like Beetlejuice, and we did that. No problems, but then. Our train stops at one point, which it's making all its stops and is not a big deal. And a bunch of people get off and it's like, oh, a lot of people are getting off here. And then this really nice older lady stops and tells us that we have to get off the train. And she didn't speak English and we didn't speak Czech. Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: She actually got somebody else right. to tell us. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so she was like we were confused and we were basically like, No, no, no. We're like this isn't our stop. We're good. And she kept trying to explain, finally went and got somebody else. And they told us, no, everyone has to get off the train. Yeah. And apparently there was something wrong with um, the rails. Like they were working on the train tracks beyond where we were. And so that's as far as that train went. We had to get off the train and get onto a bus. And then the bus made the next couple of stops. And then we get back on our train again. Yeah. Which was kind of crazy. I'm very thankful for that little lady who stuck with us, even though she didn't speak the language. And even though I was being obtuse and not understanding what she was <laughs> saying, and it would have been easy for her to be like, Well, I did my part, I tried. Yeah. And just gone on. And we would have just sat on that train for I I guess until it went back to (laughs) back to Prague but
1: well and that was the first time that had happened to us where like there was construction and so the train couldn't continue and so they put everyone on a bus right and so like we weren't familiar with that even being an option but you know what was so great is that like it really didn't throw us off schedule too much I would have thought for sure it
0: would I thought so too I was like man there's just there's Mm -hmm. just no way that that a bus is going to be able to make all these stops will be fine. But I guess we were kind of in the country enough that it didn't really hit traffic and, and they knew what they were doing. So yeah, we got back on a train, which was a a tiny little train. Yeah. It was just like two cars,
1: (laughs) two cars. I've never seen that before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we finally make it out to this, this really remote little town out kind of in the country and got out and, walked to what was probably, was this your favorite Airbnb, you think?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was definitely one of the top ones because it was just adorable. (laughs) My gosh. Like, I remember seeing the photos when we were on the Airbnb app and we were looking. And I remember seeing the photos and thinking, it can't look like that. Like, they have to have Photoshopped that window. Like, the view Mm. from the window has to be Photoshopped. But still, it was a nice place, and so I was like, eh, regardless of whether or not that view is is truly accurate, it's a really great little spot, yeah. and we like the location and everything. So, but yeah, it was a room. Right on the river that flows through this little village and we were on the second floor. So we weren't like right eye level with people, mm-hmm. which was good because there was a little walking path that was down below, um, yeah. kind of between our Airbnb and the river. So we were like right on the river. Yeah. And um, you could just hear the, the noise of the river and it kind of flowing through all the rocks. And oh, man, it was it drowned out any other noise. So it's not like you ever ever heard anybody in the village from our airbnb i don't think um and it just any noise you all you heard was river and um the view was amazing we had a view of the the church there in the town and a bunch of little restaurants that are on the river across from us and we kept the window open like the entire time because it was just such a highlight of staying there, even when it started raining. Um, and and I just remember the inside, they, they decorated it so great. It had like um, a bunch of royal blue walls with like white bedding and white tiles everywhere. Lots of natural light. It was very white and clean and cozy. Yeah. It felt like more like a hotel, mm-hmm. which was really nice after the place we'd been in Prague was um, kind of like party house and the bedding and everything, you kind of felt like maybe a 19-year-old boy just slept there <laughs> right. and drooled on your pillow. <laughs> and so this felt very different from that. Yeah. Um, we had a bedroom, a bathroom, a patio space, um, a, a little bar um, was down below. It, it opened up on weekends, so it wasn't open while we were there.
0: Yeah, that's so, But that. yeah,
1: it's just kind of over this little bar. Oh my gosh. It was, oh, I could go on and on about just sitting there in that in that uh, Airbnb <laughs> yeah
0: I, I feel like everything with Jessica Crumlove was something that we were like man I w- like wish we had more yeah because we even after we after we got checked in um, hung out in the room for just a little bit but then got out in the town because we really only had less than 24 hours there.
1: yeah because we didn't know what to expect right And so we were like, we just want to see this place and and check it out.
0: Yeah. And originally when we had planned our trip, this wasn't on the docket. Like we were going to spend an additional day in Prague Yeah. and we found this city and we're like, we kind of have to go here. Like we, we really want to see it, but we don't have, now we don't have time. Right. (laughs) And so we stole a day from Prague and put it here and I was really, really glad that we did, but... Just wish that we'd had more because walking around the town, it was just amazing.
1: It was so it was like a postcard for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was it was just perfect. Um and we quiet. Saw,
1: very quiet.
0: Yeah. It was very quiet, like way out in the country. So felt very undiscovered. It was not overrun with tourists. Yeah. Um, the way that other like bigger cities can kind of feel so much so that if you go there, you kind of have to pay for everything with cash.
1: Yeah. They really didn't like cater to tourists at all. Yeah,
0: So you had to have check crowns in cash. So Mm -hmm. like all the restaurants and everything, like you needed to have cash. You couldn't use your card. Um, couldn't use euros in in Prague. A lot of places would like accept euros or check crowns and you had to have check crowns. And so it was very kind of remote feeling in that way. And just this quaint little picture perfect town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you
1: remember how we kept seeing like sculptures and stuff of like feet, like human feet?
0: Yeah. I don't like, and we try, we have tried on several occasions to research this and figure out what it's about, but I, I don't know. It's just like toes. I know like toes everywhere and
1: toes and actual feet. Yeah. And I looked it up on the internet multiple times including getting ready for this podcast because I wanted to be able to tell people what it's about and there's like there's very little people just mention it but nobody (laughs) I don't as far as I know I don't know why it's a thing
0: yeah that's still such a a weird strange mystery that I'm not sure that I want the answer to (laughs)
1: you're okay not knowing yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think we can leave whatever weird foot thing that is to itself
1: yeah and like walking around you were kind of I felt like you were kind of starting to come out of your, like, um, allergy problems and stuff from Prague. The
0: flowers in Prague had tried to kill me.
1: They did. They were coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) But but also, like, it was really all of Czechia where we started seeing, like pollen in the air Mm -hmm. it covered the benches if you went to sit down on a bench you kind of wanted to wipe it clean first um there were layers of pollen on our shoes um layers of it stuck to our iphone screens so we'd start turning our our iphones upside down on a table mm, yeah. so that like pollen wouldn't so get on be them.. The
0: screen, yeah. My
1: Apple watch, I would like go to touch my Apple watch and like I'd have to wipe off the pollen off there. and <laughs> um, it's just crazy to me to like see pollen with my own eyes. Um, and that's really when I started battling allergies too at that right. point, it had kind of started to get to me. and we were just worn down from traveling and stuff. but you know, we pulled through. <laughs> and we we still made the most of what we could that that day.
0: Yeah, I think we were just like, we have to, like, we have to go. Like, we yeah. have to see it. This is the only chance we have. And yeah. and we did, like, we, we walked around the city. Um, and we,
1: I'm so glad we did, because yes. we found some pretty cool stuff.
0: We did. Like, there's a massive church way up on the hill that we went to see. Inside the church was just okay. But on the other side of the church is the castle, uh, which we got to tour. And walking up to the castle, I think you were you were getting some footage of some stuff for, for the videos. And I saw people like looking down into the moat of the castle. And so I was like, Oh, that that's cool. It it must be worth seeing because these people are standing there taking pictures. So I walk up and it's kind of the, like these stairs that you walk up to this wall with bars on the top of it. And it looks down into the moat. And when I look down there, there were two huge, bears so great down in the moat. Which was so <laughs> was was so unexpected and bizarre. And you're actually pretty close to them. And there's actually a third bear that was like in a different part of the moat. And apparently since the seventeen hundreds there have been bears inside the moat. Like they were a gift to the ruler who held the castle and he put them down in the moat. I guess that's another deterrent. Like, you're not going to go down the moat and get mauled by a bear, so maybe you won't <laughs> attack the castle.
1: That's brilliant.
0: But they, uh, they're they down there, and you're really close to them. Like, you're above them, looking down into the moat at them, and they were super active. Like, they really were. Unlike bears in... A lot of the zoos that I've been to that you kind of like look into the bear habitat and you're like, where's the bear? Oh, there he is back there asleep in the shade. You can kind of see him like these bears were out. They were running around, like actually running and playing. They were like wrestling with each other. And there was this sort of like little pond in the moat that they would jump into. We actually caught a lot of it. Um, It'll be in the video. So if you want to see what we're talking about, go check out the YouTube video. But That was it. Just blew me away, and was just another, another notch in the like fairy taleness or storybookness of this place. Like just another box ticked for like crazy stuff that that you don't ever get to see.
1: Yeah, so crazy! What a what a cool thing that is. Probably the highlight of the video, in my opinion, too, is like seeing these bears running around uh, (laughs) this castle. Yeah, really cool. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us, and maybe next time, we'll be talking about your product right now. And the castle itself was, like, really unique because it was painted. So the different levels of it were kind of different colors yeah. and kind of interesting. Even you kind of look from afar and it looks like bricks or huge stones, but some of those have been painted on, right? Which is kind of interesting. But it looks great; it looks really good. Um, the castle actually dates back to like the two hundred, the twelve hundreds. I'm sorry, but um, but something I read said that people have actually lived in the area. Since, like, the Stone Age. And I don't really know if that's true. But basically, people have been there a lot longer than the castle itself. Yeah. Um, And uh we walked up that castle bell tower. hmm And you guys, if you get to do one thing in Chesky Crumlove, go see the bears. You'll see the bears on your way to the bell tower. Right. But stop, see the bears, and then go up that bell tower. Because the views, I think, probably were some of my favorite in all of europe i can think of switzerland was also pretty incredible Mm -hmm. um but they are so good and it's from every single angle there's these green rolling hills that were just beautiful in the spring um and you've got all kinds of there's it's a surprising amount of um Elevation change, I guess you could say yeah. that you kind of see because you see the river cutting through, and the castle is up on a kind of a cliff, and it's just it's very beautiful. And um, we we also went inside the castle itself, and um, one of the things that stood out to me was it had like this old theater, yeah, with like those red seats. You remember mm-hmm. that yeah. was like it's kind of like a really narrow little room that kind of um, had a incline and is kind of different and then um we wandered around the castle some more we went to a little bistro that was like right out it was like on the castle grounds up high kind of like where we had this amazing view of the city and so yeah. people would stop and get a uh, i think we got some sparkling wine and toasted and uh it was just a great spot for photos, a great spot to kind of rest your feet. Yeah. Um, and that, that moment kind of stands out to me, but um, yeah, we saw the Royal gardens. I was starting to feel like a princess at that point because <laughs> I like was not working and I was traveling all the time and I was spending most of my time in castles. So pretty much I, I pretty that's, much felt well, like that's what princesses right? do. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: that's the, that's the loose definition. Yeah. So would you, would you say when you're up there and like looking at the views and seeing it, there were your favorite views potentially in all of Europe. Um, what, like how did it make you feel to be up there on that day and, and looking out over that countryside?
1: Um, it was just really fulfilling. Um, it was really windy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember it being really windy. So you kind of didn't necessarily linger and it's very small. And there mm. were other people that wanted to take their pictures and stuff. So you kind of like took your turn and then you went back down. But, um, yeah. but it was, um, it was pretty, pretty good feeling. I, I don't know. What, how did you feel?
0: Um, It did. It, it did feel sort of otherworldly mm. um, because you could look, you know, you looked out over the countryside, like you said, and, and you look down the city and this river cuts through the city and it makes sort of like a, a big U shape that the city's built around. And, and so the river sort of defines the city in that way. And, um, you're just looking at something that's been there for so long Mm -hmm. and it just feels so old and so historic and, and so untouched, just like a different life, completely different than anything that you've ever known.
1: Yeah, I think I was surprised at how old it was. Mm-hmm. Um because when I see all the photos it looks so well manicured and maintained. That's true. So I thought it was a newer look. I thought it was a newer um city, more modern city. Um then when we arrived and I saw that, like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy old. Yeah. But but the reason why was because it's got all of these like white homes and white buildings with red rooftops. And it's yeah. very consistent look throughout, mm-hmm. almost like a homeowners association said, you can't change it. That's how it has to be. <laughs> and it made me think it was a more modern place. And so I was like, I loved that it was so old and charming. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Very, very well maintained. Yeah. When we, we walked around a little more in the evening, we went and had dinner at, uh, at Papa's.
1: Like right next door to where we're staying yeah, too. Super so convenient.
0: Also on the river. Uh-huh. It was an Italian restaurant. We sat at a table, like right on the river, where you could just listen to the river as we ate some some really good food.
1: Yeah, outside on the patio. That yeah, great.
0: I um, I think I had a salad. I think at that point you did because me feel fat. <laughs> <sad. laughs> I think at that point I realized that the chimney cakes were maybe catching up with me, and I needed to mix in a salad. So. I just had a Caesar salad, but it was really good.
1: Yeah, I had lasagna, and I remember it being really great. It was like surprisingly sweet, but it was it was really good. Um, it was like just a nice, lovely night.
0: Yeah, well, and I remember like the city was so well lit.
1: Yes,
0: which I feel like in small communities sometimes you don't you don't get this level of like everybody cares and everybody maintains their homes and their buildings really well, and then also like the city is really really well lit. Yeah. And in smaller places, I feel like that's hard to find. And it was just magical at night.
1: Yeah. Well, and on that note, I have like this snapshot in time, like this memory of like laying in bed that night and a storm was rolling in and we'd kept the window open at like all costs um, <laughs> because I was just like, no, it's amazing. I have to listen to this river. And so I'm laying in bed and I'm looking out the window and the moon is like super bright and like there's clouds and the village is like so well lit. I could almost see it just as could it, just as good as I could see it during the daytime. Yeah. It was crazy. And um, we just let that window stay open and we could hear the river while we were sleeping. And then like the storm came in in the middle of the night and you like got up and closed the window, you know, just because out of necessity. But um yeah, it was like, like that really sticks out to me. And um, I really wanted to run the city, but it was raining the next morning yeah. and um, and we were so tired and I was really starting, I was starting to feel my allergies really hitting me hard and, um, but yeah, it was like, I think I would have suffered through the rain if I had, if I'd been feeling a little better, I think I might've suffered through the rain to run in the rain just to run through that little place.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a beautiful place and I wish I wish that we had one more day Mm -hmm. so that we could have have run it because I feel like we could have motivated ourselves to like we didn't have to rush out. We did have the time, but we just weren't feeling well and we knew we had to travel. Yeah. And so that was just another reason to not run. But it was it was an amazing, an amazing place. And I'm so glad that we took the risk of going. Yeah. I feel like with smaller less well-known cities that you kind of have to go to effort to get to, it it is a risk. Like mm-hmm. you're like I don't know if this is going to work out. This is a really foreign place. It's a really small place. We're spending part of our gap year, part of our budget to do this. I really hope that it works out and it paid off big time.
1: Yeah, it totally did. So worth it. Okay, guys, check it out. And then um, don't forget to tune in next week because we will be going to Hallstatt, Austria.
0: That's right.
1: It's another village that is just, oh my gosh, it's incredible. But it's also maybe too cute for its own good yeah too beautiful for its own good mm-hmm. because it has 750 citizens and 10,000 daily visitors insane that's so crazy yeah. um, so it's struggling a little bit with all of the over tourism um, so but you're going to want to hear about there's a reason why people are going right yeah. so you're going to want to hear about that that's next week on the travel FOMO podcast guys life is short wander well We'll oh,